all right, this is Tim Crispin. You're listening to Road to the Skeleton Coast with Dan Andriano. Dan, what's going on, Bubba? How are you? I'm good. I'm well, considering uh, how I could be. I got my second shot this morning. Oh, fantastic. Of whiskey uh, before 10. <laughs> um, I haven't gotten vaccinated yet, but I'll get it under it. <laughs> It's got a a regular fucking Bob Saget later over here. Uh. I wish, bro. Um, Um, That guy's residuals are. Um, Yeah, I got my second shot this morning. I'm psyched. My wife and I, very in sync, couples, vaccines. uh, Your your cycles are together. Yes. We are Um, cycling together. Yeah. um, That's been the case for a while, though. Did you get the, um, I love how there's like, actually like it's going around right now. Um, hi, I'm Brendan, by the way. Um, I'm on here sometimes. Uh, uh, the, the, um, like people are getting kind of like bougie about which vaccine you get. Yeah. I got no time for vaccine snobbery. Get the fuck (laughs) out of here with that shit. Yeah. That's like what you're saying. What? Like Moderna is like those who drive Tesla's. And shit, no, like no, um, bzz, Pfizer is the the one that everybody's looking for. Oh, good, because that's the one I got. I was trying to be humble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. I got Pfizer too. Don't worry, we don't have. See, now it changes your tune a little bit, right? Well, no, my follow up was going to be that Pfizer is like the fucking private jet. I, oh well, in that case. So, um, well, well you know, no, I have no idea what's best. Uh, all I know is that J and J has taken some shit, and uh, I mean the the numbers on that are kind of hilarious. But I'm not a doctor, so you know I'll leave it at that. Well, well, what was that? What was switched. that? What was that I'm colon switched. exam you gave me the last month? <laughs> oh, that was totally legit. Okay, totally legit. Uh, oh. oh wow, this microphone sounds way better now. Sorry, I had the wrong. Shit selected. That's in the wrong pattern. Um, I mean, what were there? Six people that got, you know, blood clots. That's horrible. But when you're talking about one per million, pretty good odds. Yeah. I mean, like, there's like water slides that have worse uh, fucking fatality rates, you know? And it also <laughs> speaks to how good, better the other two are. You know what I mean? That there's been zero like cases mm-hmm. of anything like this reported. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I know that's why you wanted to get me on here. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So just, where are you, what are you, Pfizer? Tell me. Fuck yeah, Pfizer. What do you think? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Like, like bridge troll fucking Johnson and Johnson like an asshole. No way. Listen, oh. I'm, I'm Pfizer and nothing. You see my tracksuit? Come on. Uh, <laughs> For real. Yeah. I was golfing with a buddy the other day and it came up and he was like, I was like, what'd you get? He's like, eh, I had a choice. I just went with the Johnson and Johnson. I was like, dude, he took his clubs right out of the cart. <laughs> I left them right there in the fairway. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a water yeah, hazard. It's like, I care. You're, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you have the virus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, um, just because I know a lot of you out there are idiots, 
Um, I would like to say whatever vaccine you get is better than not getting a vaccine. Please get vaccinated. Um, and we are joking. We are making fun of people that care about this kind of thing. But I know some of you eh, need a little bit of pushing. So I won't like you. And Dan won't like you. And Dan's in the alkaline trio um, if you do not get vaccinated um, because it keeps us all safe, including our children and our parents. And we love them. Okay, that's all. And just to clarify, alkaline trio is a band that was around for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Might still be. We'll see. It's been a minute. But you know what? What we're here to discuss and I'm sorry, Tim, I'm kind of stealing your thunder here a little bit because this is your job as the host. And I just felt like you weren't getting to it. So I better step in. Or everybody looks fucking. Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just along for the ride for this one. Um, what are we here to discuss? We are discussing Dan Andriano, Brendan Kelly, European vacation. Mm. Um, what, what I c- A time. What a time. I consider, I've said to Tim on this very podcast, and I'll say to you, if my life expectancy that everybody thinks it's going to be is like, what, like four more years? Uh, uh, (laughs) If I go on a tour that I had more fun on in my life than that one, I will be very surprised. My favorite, it's hands down. I mean, the seven seconds tour that we did, when we were in slapstick was incredible just because of the pure novelty of it. Um, yeah. the, the first time we ever went all the way to California and we like saw those kids in Phoenix that had the tapes and like knew every word that was insane. And then it became a thing that was like, wow. Awesome. Every day is awesome. You know, yeah. but uh, Which this is- was the first time that something was fresh and it was, oh, it was fresh every day. Oh, it was incredible. And um, I don't know if you liked it as much as I did, but I liked it. I as, loved it. I liked it as much as you did. I'll tell you that. And more. <laughs> See, it's a real gem and it ages well because there were many highlights. There were many lowlights. But even the lowlights are, uh, in retrospect, some of, some of the best parts. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Tour. Uh, some of the best memories and um, yeah, that one, I mean, when you remember that much of a tour or when I remember that much of a tour, it says a lot about the tour. I think. Yeah, it really does. And I mean, a lot was, of them blend together. It was a, it was a really special time. And it's like, you know, for those of you out there who don't know, um, Dan and I have been extremely uh, best buds since we were, you know, teenagers um, and not even old teenagers, like, barely 16 and um i mean dan is one of my oldest most enduring friends uh definitely my oldest most enduring friend that i've been in touch with like consistently until this quarantine which is fuck everything up but uh you know um uh and we were in a band together called slapstick when we were um, in high school and in 2012 10 Fast well, forward, slightly. 12. 12. Uh, we decided to do a tour of the UK and Europe entirely by train. And it was just us, acoustic guitars, 
my backpack, Dan's like three diva bags and uh, some training tickets. <laughs> yeah, his, his, his one rolling um, fucking uh, stage case for capes. Uh, <laughs> but My suitcase full of merch that never got lighter. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Brendan's like, I'm out of shit. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, but I, I still. Yeah, that's because, you know. You um, actually sat there to try to sell stuff. Well, I, first of all, I sat there and sold stuff. And second of all, I brought like 10 shirts. <laughs> I was like, this isn't right. gonna, this isn't why I'm here, you know? Oh, true. But, yeah. um, so, I don't know. I can't remember how it started, to be perfectly honest. Like, it I, starts on the 25th of June in Kingston at Fighting Cox. Oh, yeah, Kingston at Fighting Cox. Um, very interesting this was so the first time isn't this the place that's got the fucking titty bar attached to it with like the old strippers in the back i don't know um i remember being all i remember about that show is being worried about um i'm pretty sure that that was a record store we played in kingston no fighting cox is a place that like back in the day, the Lawrence Arms to play. I know. I mean, it's like a little corner stage. Um, it's like sort of, if you could, you know what it's a little bit like, Dan? It's a little bit like uh, if you combined Shubas and Off the Alley. Like the stage is in the corner. There's windows behind it. It's really nice. It's got like some velvety situation going on, but it's small. Right. We went to a record store. Yes, I remember this. We, and we did. We, yeah, <clears throat> I was very concerned with where we were going to sleep, mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. uh, we ended up in that dumpy place across the road, Motel Six or whatever the hell it's called over there. Yeah, yeah, but that was nice. That uh, it would not be yeah. the worst place we'd sleep on that tour. No, not <laughs> a long shot. <laughs> we and we 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 got to like really start hanging out with Sam Russo for kind of the first time for me. And and what's funny is, I don't think it was the Lawrence, the Lawrence, there's another place like right there. um, It's like similar in size and it's got this like strip club in the back. And that was the first place I ever met Sam Russo. He walked up to me, he's like, hey, can I buy you a beer? And I was like, what the I'm just, I'm just trying to sit in the dark at this strip club by myself. Uh, a little, you know, I don't know what, you, what, what what this is all about. And he was like, "No, no, I'm a big fan. Look, check out my." I'm pretty t-shirt. sure this is unorthodox in any country. <laughs> yeah, like, can I kiss you? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, um, but but it was like, I guess obviously it's not fighting cops, but the. But we played you know, in the Lawrence Arms like the day before, day after the first time I ever met Sam Russo. And sort of see him again there. It's, uh, it's not like a full circle, but there's like a little gap in the circumference. But uh, yeah, we're back, back to square one a little bit. And yeah, we stayed at a shitty Motel 6. I don't remember how the show went. I do recall. Oh, that's where we took all those great pictures of us. 
topless and me like sleeping on your stomach and stuff. Yep, in that hotel. <laughs> Brushing our teeth together as men. Oh, I remember the show now. Yes, and I remember the stage, and I remember. I think I still have a long red guitar cable that I got from that first gig. Um, yep, totally remember it. And I was like, all right, that's how this is going to be. Let's get weird. No, I mean, I thought that from what I recall that it was pretty good and that we were both like, whew, that's better than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. And it like sort of set the tone for the tour, which would drastically change within the next like couple of days. <laughs> yeah, I have, um, I'm curious to like, if you were to sit back and think about like, list like five highlights or like what were the most fun or memorable moments what they would be me yeah oh i could i could tell you right away um the train to vienna what's your number one highlight uh well no my number one highlight is the car to hamburg yeah that was bitching and the entire experience that goes into that um, the train to Vienna, Vienna was awesome. Um, the fucking, and we'll talk about all of these things. All right. Um, at, at the, <laughs> the show in France, for sure. Valenciennes. And, and uh, <laughs> I just remembered the, uh, our um, train taking acumen, really taking a dive on that one. Um, and then, uh, fucking probably the London show because it was just so awesome. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think that's, I think that's my top five, but, um, I, I think, I think what we're going to do is quickly kind of walk through just sort of, I mean, it, it wasn't that long of a tour. So, um, Tim's got the dates. Oh, shoot. So, He's going to tell us, and then when we get to these top five moments, we'll talk about them. But we can we can be quick about the others. Okay, so I'll just, I'll just run through them. You're in uh, the UK from June 25th to July 3rd. So we got that show in Kingston. The next night is Brighton at oh, Prince Albert. This dirty little fucker at Prince Albert. But I don't remember that one. Is that where we went back to that house and you were like, I'm going home? I mean, that's a very short version. <laughs> yeah. We talk about the show for a minute at the Prince Albert, which is otherwise a great place. I'm not disparaging the Prince Albert in any way. That, that's um, the place where they had the uh, the Banksy and then somebody just like stole the bricks? Yes. <laughs> like, like a Banksy was painted on the side of it and then I mean, put a, a frame around it to keep it there. And then somebody just like came in and was like, not good enough. I'll be taking this. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Um, yeah. All right. So that show sold out uh, about 100 people, right? It's a very simple math 10 pounds, 1,000 pounds at a sellout, <laughs> right? I think we split, like, we got shafted on the deal, basically. And I got, I was sort of, um, but we had a deal, whatever. You sign contracts and shit, as you know. And the kid was like, well, I had to spend fucking, you know, 300 pounds on posters. And I think we were both, maybe it was just me. I remember us both being like, posters? 
what the fuck? Like our Twitter sold this show out like the minute it went up. Yeah, I, 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 I seem to up. recall the actual um, conversation going. And it was both of us being like, okay, show us one fucking poster. One yeah. poster. Show us a poster. <laughs> 300 pounds. <laughs> There's no, I mean, I spent 300 pounds on posters. That's like $500 of posters. Oh, hit the roof. In, in a fucking town that's like the size of Rockford. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> the whole town should have been fucking posters. <laughs> there should have been billboards. This fucking Banksy better been replaced with posters. <laughs> um, so then this fucking... I hated this little motherfucker. So, and I hope you hear it. Uh, no, so then this dumb twerp He's like, well, uh, you can stay with uh, one of my friends. One of my mates has uh, a house. They've got a house. And we're like, okay, cool. We'll go stay at your house, your friend's house. To which we got there. And yeah, they had a house. But I mean, they didn't have much else in terms of furnishings and things. And I'm not trying to look a gift horse in the mouth. But when you say you've got like all kinds of bedding and things. But really what they had was their sleeping bags that they all respectively use when they go to Reading and Leeds Festival and all, you know, oh, I don't want f- anything f- to do with that shit. And then they, we're just sitting up playing Tony Hawk. Yeah, and they're just like taking bong hits with like Mountain Dew in the bong. Like, <laughs> some real shit, man. Yeah. And, and then, then Dan, Dan had a crisis and went outside and was like, I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. And I was like, no, 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 no. You have to stay, really, because um, I don't want to go home. Um, uh, <laughs> and I can't remember. I had just turned 35. I yeah, think. it was maybe it was right around your birthday. No, that night. It was yeah. June. So it would have been that night at like midnight or whatever. My birthday would have been beginning. Not that I give that much of a shit, but I was like, this is what I'm doing. And, um, but the story gets so much better around four in the morning after we fought, no, later, around six in the morning after we've all managed to cry ourselves or drink ourselves to sleep. And then the fucking radio came on, like hits Kiss FM, UK <laughs> version. Do you remember this? Yeah. And the, the fourth roommate who like wasn't around while everybody was so enthralled in Tony Hawk's pro skater and that awful bottle of whatever the hell it was, the the fourth roommate got up to go to work and he was pissed because apparently we kept him up all night and we had to bear that wrath. I think two guys got into it and like one guy almost got thrown down the stairs, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was furious and we were like, uh, you know, and, he's, and we're like, dude, we're in our we're middle-aged men like we weren't doing anything yeah <laughs> like i oh. slept between like a dresser and a wall in a space exactly the size of me um with no pillow and no blanket just like on the ground like a fucking dead person uh yeah. I, I have to tell you it wasn't it wasn't us man uh, no but we did get up in the morning and we had a nice breakfast by the train station. You gave me Joe Kim Noah t-shirt, which I very much appreciated. And it made me feel much better. And then we and got on. It was his birthday. It was. 
Yeah. And I brought it from I brought it from Chicago to give to him. It was very nice. I love that. But that show was very fun. Yeah. You know, the Prince oh, yeah. Albert gig itself was very fun. I think we had a great time. A lot of people singing, packed hundred people in a very tiny room. Success. Yeah, it great success. That dumb little college sophomore. Sorry. <laughs> University. Second year at Hogwarts. Got all our money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that that was a um, par for the course of that tour. Uh, yes. we, 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 we should have come home from that tour with like 10 grand each, and we came home from the tour with like uh, 600 bucks. Hangovers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hangovers. <laughs> hangovers and herpes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good, na- good, name for, good name for an album. Um, if you're in Less Than Jake, right? That's like a Less Than Jake album. <laughs> Sugar cult. <laughs> All right. What was the next show? Uh, you're in uh, Tunbridge Wells <laughs> Forum. <laughs> Definitely a highlight. (laughs) Yeah. So this place um, was a public toilet. Uh, That's it. (laughs) At one point. Yeah. 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 Not while we played there. Uh, It was like there was just like a like a circle of people shitting around us while we played. But it was designed to be a public toilet with like and they described it to us. And it sounds very, like, at once, very open, very Byzantine, very um, uh, Roman as well. Like, it, it was really just like, yeah, everybody would shit in this room, you know? <laughs> Not cool with pro- COVID protocol in any and, way, shape, or form. And, like, what do I remember about that? I remember you and me tried to go get dinner. And, like, getting across the streets right there was, like, fucking Frogger or some shit. <laughs> Oh, it was a harrowing experience. There was this big cement wall and like a curve and people were whipping around this curve like they I don't like they had just gotten off the interstate or something. But I don't think they had, but there were buses. Yeah. Yes. I remember this. It was wild. And it was like things went from not even just like because it's England and so shit goes from the other way than you're used to, but shit was going from the other way we were used to in England. Also, yeah. it was, <laughs> and just when you thought you had the road figured out, there's like a Wonka Vader would come from out of nowhere. <laughs> like you had to be on your toes, looking every damn which way. Yeah, and then um, um, so I remember that, and and you also had to go down like a steep hill. It's obviously like full of feces because it's like under this like public toilet, you know? And so it's like, you kind of like end up like kind of trotting down the hill right to your death at the hands of this like crazy intersection. Yeah. You slip down that little hill and fall (laughs) off the little concrete half wall. And then I remember, um, I remember some, this was the first night of, uh, what I like to <laughs> and you're gonna love this. And I know you know exactly. I know where you're going. Dan's the first dad. Appearance. The first appearance. <laughs> first appearance of Dan's dad. <laughs> yes, always in my corner. <laughs> <laughs> Which are uh, pretty much every show on this tour, particularly in the UK. After this one. Um, Dan's dads would show up, and they would be like guys that were like 
I don't know, probably 10 years older than we are now, but who like loved Dan, like in whatever capacity, whether it was the emergency room, the alkaline trio or whatever. Um, and just had stacks of records and were just parked front and center right in front of the microphone from the moment the doors opened and they would just stand there and be like, all right, all right then. Just wait to be done, <laughs> you know. And, and, uh, it is weird how close they got. <laughs> I would, but the thing is, I had to play before Dan, so I'm standing there playing to Dan's dad's, like, and it's like right there where there's like people that are there to see me. Also, uh, surprisingly, you know, <laughs> who are like, um, mate, would you move? No, I'm waiting for Dan. <laughs> and so this was the first appearance of dan's dads um who would not stop appearing for the rest of the tour uh and that was that was really great and then i remember i talked to some um these are all different dads to clarify yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no 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 your real dad is, is great i love i love your real dad um your dan's dads though not a fan of them it like, kind of fucked up my show a lot of nights <laughs> in a row. It's just straight. Like Joe Strummer could wake up from his coffin and play a gig, and I could be there and not want to be that close. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, like, I, I'll be in, I'll be over here by the soundboard or something. Like, I never want to be that close. Doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, it, I mean, it, especially when you're like, like breast holding like 13 LPs. <laughs> I'm getting all signed. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. Gotta sign them um, all for Pokemon. And I, um, seem to, I seem to recall that we talked to some uh, very forward women that had like crazy hand tattoos. I can't remember what the one said, but it was like bad ideas or some shit like that. Like... <laughs> Um, I vaguely remember that I remember more sleeping in the club on the stage I slept on the stage I think you slept in the dressing room and Sam was in some sort of crow's nest yeah and um, and and it was like when when the show ended um and everybody was gone, and they were like, you can stay here, and then it was just us. It was like, yo, we're back, baby. <laughs> you know, like, it It really was, as much as it sounds like Dan on the night of his birthday sleeping on the stage was a bad time. Oh, no, it was after, killer. After the night before, it was just like, oh, my God, we have space. Um, you know, and they, they had like the time, the tiniest bit of, uh, accoutrements for us to, you know, like blankets and pillows and shit like that. And yeah. And that promoter was a cool guy. He was sort of like Gainesville, Gainesville guy, UK version. Remember? And he showed us that goofy ass hard ticket to Hawaii movie that I oh, yeah. bought on iTunes instantly, which is bad movie. Yeah, yeah, we watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> amazing, amazing frisbee scene. Yeah, yeah, I right. see. Um, yeah, that was fun. That was like, all right, we're, that was a 
Absolutely. I think we had shaken off a little bit of whatever. Yeah. Um, webs. We, we had a good show. Sophomore slump. Yeah. We'd shaken off the sophomore slump. And then that was it. I remember the next day we woke up and we got coffee. I got iced coffee that started my um, uh, fucking completely baffling journey into trying to get English people to put ice in my coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can barely get them to put ice in things that are supposed to be iced. Uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, no, we have, um, would you like mocha? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just like, like drip coffee over ice. Over ice. Oh. Ice over the coffee, really. Yeah, literally, Either way. Literally, whatever, like, I just, can I just get coffee with ice in it? Like black coffee, ice in it. And it, Dan watched me go through this baffling process like every every day on this tour starting on this this morning um, <laughs> after we um, dodged the lorries and, uh, you know, fucking. That was great. Daff vans. And, 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 that, and it just started from there and it ended never. Uh, Is that when we st- that's also when we started putting our shit in Sam's car, I think. Yeah, it is when we started putting our shit in Sam's car, which was great. And so what we're not, we're kind of neglecting to point out is that we, we're taking trains every day. Like we didn't drive to any of these places. So we had to walk to and from the train stations from the clubs every day. And it was just me and Dan and our guitars. We would bring our guitars. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how I remember it. Just well, we would uh, put like merch suitcase and uh, yeah. other shit like this. Yeah, like, so if Sam blew up, we'd still be able to, like, change our underwear and play the show. Make show, but, yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah. And and, um, and so, yeah, we walked in, we got some coffee. We um, danced out there patiently while I argued with the barista about something that should be one of the most basic things in the world. And then we um, boarded the train to Southampton. Southampton. Is that uh, is that Ricky? Yep. That is, um, yep. This is uh one of this is um one of y'all's people. Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean I met him. I remember the show. I'll tell you this, man. Um there was a time when Ricky was like kind of like a cocky little shit and I didn't really like him and it um actually went on for a long time but uh i'm also a firm believer that people you know can change and the last few times i've seen ricky he's been awesome and like totally great hang great guy um which in a weird way makes him better than people that have always been cool because <laughs> those people don't even have to overcome anything, you know, <laughs> like he, he is, um, he is a good dude. I like Ricky. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, uh, Southampton has always been Southampton, <laughs> you know, like, like how, how fucking, 
fun is it really going to be the show is going to be good but the town is a little bit gray yeah and and, uh i I don't really remember any details of that show um it was very collegey yeah we were upstairs Um, maybe this wasn't ricky maybe i'm thinking of the wrong place this was the ricky bristol Mm. Bristol was great. Yeah. Bristol was wild. Sorry. No, Bristol was great. Was Tim advancing us? Bristol, (laughs) we introduced the pipe and slippers. Mm -hmm. Yo, pipe and slippers. Open your knickers. (laughs) So me and we we went at, at this at this show. There was a pub across the way from the, the venue called the Pipe and Slippers. And we saw it and both of us were like, oh, fuck, we're going there. And then we were like, and I mean, I don't remember which one of us even said this, but uh, I think it was like very mutual. It was almost like cosmically at the same time. It was just like, we need to start a rap group called the Pipe and Slippers. And one of us will be the pipe and the other will be slippers. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... But Dan's the pipe, and I'm slippers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Yes, and I, I had I had all sorts of good reasons why Dan had to be the pipe uh, that you know uh, are not <laughs> fit for the <laughs> G-rated broadcast. <laughs> oh well, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. <laughs> um, That's Jim. the pipe flexing. <laughs> What was the name of that venue, though? Something. Uh, the Croft. Croft. Yeah. The Croft. All right. Yeah, that was fun. It was like this yeah. black box, you know, very unlit, unfurnished yeah. behind the bar. People were getting drunk. Yeah, they had that beer that was like in like the bottles that were like. As, like I have big hands and they were like as wide as a bottle I could hold even though they're the same height as like a regular beer bottle but they were they had that orange label on them that just had like whatever the name of it was do you remember that no uh, yeah I, I, I just remember it being like damn these Dang. are good fucking beers <laughs> you know and no wonder everybody was getting drunk they had good beer there <laughs> but um yeah, there was that tiny little bar right out front of where the venue was, like or where the actual show was happening, and it was um, it was punishy. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a tough hang. It was very punishy. Um, it was a very tough hang, and this was also coincidentally right around the time that I felt like we all kind of got our stride. This is when the show started really coming together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is when. Like you started coming up for the Falcon song and then staying up there and like it right. was like like started to be like a flow thing. We we I'd play so the, my last song, I'd play Lazy Boy Five Hundred and then Dan would join me and then and then eventually Sam would join us. Yeah. And, and and um and then I would just get off stage and then Dan would be up there ready to go. You know, so I mean, we, we made Sam a member, that's right. That's right. He's still a member of the Falcon, um, although he didn't let him be on the last record. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we don't let him do a lot. That's just yeah. how it is with Sam. 
That's right. Yeah, listen to the pipe over here. Reel <laughs> <Lay> it down. <laughs> the pipe is packed. Damn. Yeah. All right, so Man, we're in Manchester at the Star and Garter. Can I? Um, Can Sam be the garter? <laughs> Sam Sam was the garter every day. Uh, <laughs> Manchester. Okay, I'm trying to remember the venue. But I have a question for Brendan. Go ahead. Uh, the train station. Now, I don't want to spoil this, but is this the train station where we discovered a very exciting thing. I think it's the only one I've ever seen in my life. And I came out of that bathroom and what did I say? I said, holy shit, there's a glory hole in there. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. what you were thinking. Uh, well, 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 no. So that was at um, Southampton on the way out. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, no, but you, you brought up something that I would have otherwise skipped over which was when we were going to Manchester, the train was unusually packed. Like, it was not just fuller than usual. Like, not like India trains where, like, there's people on the roof and shit like that. But, like, it was so full. And then we get to the train station in Manchester and we're like, what this place is fucking bonkers. Like, this town's like the size of St. Louis. What the fuck is going on? And then Ooh. we decide to go over to a pub that's right across the way because we've got some time before we have to get to the club. And we walk over to this pub. And it's like pat like people uh, in England don't know how to like stand in lines, you know? So it was just like this this mob out the door. And we're like, what the fuck? And so we find out that um, the Stone Roses had reunited um, for three nights, playing three nights in Manchester. <laughs> Tim, I'd like your guess. How, what, what do you think the capacity is for each of those three nights? It's the same for all, all three nights. Did they play at the football stadium? Um, I'm just asking you the number. They did not. 45,000. 74,000 people a night. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't like, leave a lot for us. It was like, first of all, I was like, how does this fucking band that I've only just like seen the album cover of have this many fans? I don't even get it. Like it, it was, it was crazy, but Brit pop yeah. baby. I do remember that venue now. That was a nice venue. Uh, I I don't remember the venue. I just remember that. It was oh. nicer. Things were wood and polished. <laughs> uh, Urine know, had been scrubbed off of things. Chandelier type thing. It was upstairs. It was an upstairs walk. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, um, you could like see there were like windows and things. And there was a bar along the left-hand side, I believe, as you're looking from the stage. But it was, uh, yeah, that was a, about as good as it could have been, considering we were up against, uh, you know, that weekend. 
Yeah, and everybody in town and in England was there to spend yeah, money on and, and, stone roses. And, and we, we should move on because I don't want this to like become like a three hour thing, but I do want to get through some, some more of this. But uh, um, one thing that's really funny is that we heard from some people that had been there. They were like, made it terrible. They only had one beer vendor. Um, and the line was like two miles long. So somebody would get up to the front and they would just buy two cases of beer and then go to the back of the line and sell it for sell each can for like three times as much. <laughs> well, you keep waiting in. <laughs> Plus, I think I remember hearing there was like no place to piss at all. Yeah, oh yeah, no, the whole thing sounded like a fucking disaster. Then where did we go? Uh, after that, you're in Sheffield at the Greystones. I got to say, all of these venues are very English sounding. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're English. in England. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Simon. Um, it's about uh, the only memorable thing in this show is staying with, staying with Simon, right? Uh, no, there was that great picture where you were writing a set list and somebody and I took a picture and it looked like you were giving me a blowjob. That was great. <laughs> well, that is pretty good. <laughs> Leaned over. Um, pretty worth that, it. Because the upstairs backstage was super nice with that huge picture window. And, um, uh, yeah, that place was nice. Yeah, You're that right. place was nice. But the, the one thing, like, we, so we went over to, to Simon's house and he had a new baby and stuff. And, <laughs> and there's two things he said, like, when we were driving around. He was, he was driving us and he was like getting mad at the driver in front of him. He's like, nice indicator. <laughs> and Dan's like, indicator? What the fuck is that? He's like, what do you call it? And he's like, turn signal. He's like, turn signal? Really? That's, <laughs> you think that's better? <laughs> indicator. <laughs> it was so funny because it was like, no, indicator actually is a lot more classy. I don't, yeah. Third signal. And, oh. and then the other thing where he was like, you know, I see Dan every time he comes to town. I never see you. And I was like, yeah, I know, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry about that. I like you. And he's like, when's the last time you were here? And I was like, ah probably like a year ago he's like you know what i mean <laughs> i was like Damn. i was like that shit is ice cold <laughs> britishisms you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> um but that's like uh, that show was nice i believe what i remember most about it was there was shares like um from like a from like a Luby's cafeteria like set up in like rows and then people like chose not to sit in them but that was kind of the vibe and then I seem to remember that the bartender really liked us um and yeah. I kind of got the feeling that that was the only person there that liked us at all. <laughs> that was I remember a lot of space <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was like playing at a um 
not even like a bar mitzvah, like a like a middle school graduation in terms of like the way it was set up. You know, like there's like a lot of chairs everywhere. There was an aisle down the middle of the chairs, tiny space in front of the stage, um, shitty microphone, not up to the job, uh, <laughs> bartender with like a bow tie on, you know, like the, the whole nine. Yes. Then... So we left Sheffield. Then what did we do? I'm trying to, sorry, I'm trying to remember because something awful happened while we were on that tour. Right around, when did we go to Glasgow? Glasgow's next, yeah. It is next? Mm -hmm. Because before we went to Glasgow is when that horrible shooting happened in Paris at the Bataclan. Oh shit. While we were on that tour. And I remember being pretty freaked out to go down. I could be confusing this with the next tour I did with Sam. I also did a tour with Sam. When we went down, because that show in Glasgow was like one of the best shows of the tour. Yeah, where was that? King Tut's? That was at... uh, No, it was at um, Stereo, which is at the basement. And there's like no way out of there. Yep, I'm confusing tours. It was the next tour I did when I was doing like full band uh, stuff with Sam. So I don't want to go down that road. But um, yeah, that was a fun show. That was one of the funnest shows of the tour, if I recall. Glasgow is always fun. I don't have like any specific memories of it, to be honest. Uh... It was like full. Very, very full. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I remember the show exactly now. Um, because Horrible uh, backstage. My friend Natasha was there, and I talked to her pretty much the whole time I was standing at the march. Um, yeah. Yes. That's pretty much it. Um, I see. Um, not, not, not a great story about Glasgow. That's, but we, we <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> we stayed at that fucking hostel that like the Lawrence arms used to stay at. Right. Yep. Like with that fucking bar in the basement or yep. um, in the lobby. The, and, and yeah, and you it, feel and, like you're in Las Vegas or some shit in the lobby. Yeah. And then it's like fucking the, the TVs actually like you actually literally have to put quarters into it to watch, <laughs> watch the TV. <laughs> and, and the, the bunk beds we had, they were like bunk? made out of pipe, like in yeah. prison bunk. Pipe bunk beds. It was awesome. It was, it was a awesome. pretty nice hostel. Yeah, no, the place was the best. I mean, like, uh, honestly, like, I, you know, I'm not, if I'm, dude, if I, like, if I'm going to bed and there's a comfortable bed, it doesn't matter if it's a Hilton or that place. And that place is like 25 pounds or, you know, yeah. like, and it's got a bar in the basement that never closes. I remember that the bartender was very beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, that's it. Oh, you know, the other thing I remember about this is that we were trying to walk back. And I don't know if you'll remember this or if you'll think that I'm like completely full of shit, but this was like, this was just a moment that I was so proud of, even though it's like completely stupid. Um, we got lost going back there and I was like, okay, Glasgow is what Chicago was based off of. 
So if we were in Chicago, where would the hotel be? It would be that way. <laughs> and then you were like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, no, no. I'm like, look, this is like basically State Street. It's obviously over there. And it was. And I like, I know. And it was. <laughs> I, I am. I, oh, I, I totally remember this. I am the first person to admit that like, good luck. BK, you know, but like, but like, it was just so. I felt like fucking, uh, you know, Mysterio or something at that point. Your logic and uh, your result were both excellent. I mean, you could have gone, I'm, I'm trying to measure the odds, like, you divide it into like quadrants. I mean, 25% chance we could start walking in the right direction, sort of. Kind you know? of. But uh, no, that was good. I remember that. You were like, no, it's like the same kind of grid system in Chicago. I'm telling you. Yeah, was, but I mean, the part that was really the stupidest was I was like, this looks like State Street. <laughs> so it's there. over there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens when um, you're lost in fucking scotland and your only guide is a drunken bk uh that's what you get we got there that's right fantastic so you're in london on july 3rd at the borderline epic show sold out yeah sold out show beautiful beautiful room um there was um there was a lot of uh this is where Dan's um, professionalism really kicked in. He was like, hey, this is London. Let's like not just like dick around like your bullshit tonight. How about that? I'm going to have a guitar stand on stage. And, all, all this, and I was like, yes, okay. No, that sounds good. I'm, 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 I'm into that. Um, so, but that's, that's the main thing. What the main thing I remember actually is that um, it was like out of a david lynch film like it was like a like a red and black scenario you know a lot yeah. of like sparkly curtains and shit of that nature and chandeliers and it was also very sparse in its way and um sam played first and he was incredible that so he was, I think this was actually one of the best nights that all three of us played. I yeah. think we, we all really stepped up on this particular evening. And, um, it's cause and, I made sure we did. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cause that guitar stand. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we, uh, after the show, we stayed in the shittiest fucking place of all time. Um, but anyway, uh, um, what is Sam's friends? Yeah. Uh, but but so Sam was playing, and like while he was playing, people were talking so loud. Aggravating. Like, that like you couldn't even hardly hear him. And so when I went up there and started playing, I started playing so quietly. And everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was, and I mean, like, I don't know if that was just like because there's that like parochial thing where it's like Oh, it's just another Brit, you know, opening for Americans, you know, like, I, I don't know if that, like, that could have something to do with it, which is unfair and bad because Sam is way better than me, but, um, 
I started playing really quiet and then everybody shut the fuck up. And then by the time Dan played, it was whisper quiet in there. That's my real salient memory from that place. And it had a really nice backstage um, down a blue hallway. There you go. <laughs> Did have a nice backstage. I think we had some I, I, actually, American friends visiting. Oh, who was there? Yeah, it was Brian Massey and yeah. Alicia. Yeah. yeah. Friends from the Bay Area. On yeah. a bit of a on a bit of a holiday. A bit of a bit of a bender. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, no, that was that was a funny one because like I walked into the one room that had like our whole like rider in it, and they're like, "Right, just Dan's room." I was like, Pretty "Okay, sure. I'll I'll talk to Dan about it, I guess." Um, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, but you were left. more surprised when I was like, "Yeah, dude, that's my room." Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it was just all my extra large condoms, though. You know, like, what are you going to do with those? Uh, <laughs> no, now I remember. You were, like, down... You and Sam were, like, down some weird hall. Yeah, it was like... They, all of a sudden, it was like we were backstage at this really cool, like, like you were saying, sort of almost like a like a David Lynch-looking movie and nice dressing room, and then all of a sudden you had to go, like, it, behind the scenes at the 1980s shopping mall hallway. Yeah. And you're just, like desolate gray yeah it was like a little like like uh like fucking um uh, cinder block coffin that i could stand in with like one bottle of water i was like one back there i was like oh yeah this sucks Bye. yeah but that, that that was a that was a really that was a really fun show but after the show see here's the thing i don't think you stayed there because i, I don't know why but i don't think you did sam was like you know, my friends live in the penthouse of the tallest building in London. And I was oh, like, no, I stayed. Oh, you were there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that sounds like it can't be anything but fancy. Like, we definitely will go there. And Tim, it was anything but fancy. It I don't was even just, know how it's possible. It was like ferrets everywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgusting. It was and, wild. And, and and there was like no one there, but like the, I slept on the, the floor, of the living room, and I was like having a hard time sleeping. It was like I did that thing where like you fall asleep for like half an hour and then you wake up and it's like your body's like you've taken a nap, you're ready to go. Mm. You, you know you know what that's like at all. I don't know. Um, yeah. And so I was like tossing and turning, but I'm on the floor in the middle of filth with ferrets crawling all over me. And then all of a sudden, at a certain point, these like four, and I can't stress this enough, drunk British slags in like their like panties and fucking fishnets, like stagger in and just like absolutely kick me in the ribs. And they're just like, oh, sorry, mate. What, you know, what's this? And, and I was like, oh, I'm just a friend of Sam's who's a friend of whoever lives. Like, I was kind of in and out of sleep. And they're like, oh, it's all right. And then I was like kind of delirious. And I was like, <laughs> I'll never forget this. As soon as I said it, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, if you guys want to hang out or anything, I can get up. <laughs> but what I was trying to say was like, I know I'm in your living room. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the way it came out was extraordinarily weird. And I was just like, 
And they're like, we're all right, mate. You know, and I was like, I, I didn't mean it. Like, I just meant, and like, you're the one who kicked me. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> so that's fucking disgusting. And I had a hard time sleeping that night. And um, I believe that, that, you know what, Dan, actually, that was the, the night that like, uh, there was like that, um, that weird drug that was like legal there. It's called like mephadrome or whatever. It was literally sold as a bath salt. Um, and, I don't remember any bath salt. <laughs> I do remember sleeping up in that high rise barely. And then hearing in the morning about these girls. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? But I. There's no girls. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, I believe they came in, but I, they didn't wake me up. I was like in the kitchen sleeping under like the bar top overhang. Yeah. No, there was someone that was there that was like, try some methadrone. And then we went down. Actually, where I tried it was at, in my dressing room. And it was perfectly legal at the time, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but we went to my dressing room to try oh, you're it. You're still at the gig when you did this weird drug. Yeah. And why I had the weird sleep I had, I'm sure. Um, and um, I can't remember who gave it to me, but it was a woman who I knew. Uh, I apologize if you're out there. Um, I will give you credits in the, in the liner notes. Uh, but uh, if you contact me. Um, but yeah, and so the next morning... I can even take this one, Tim. We woke up and walked out of that place fucking miserable and headed to what? Uh, King's Cross or whatever to you get on France. The, the big one. The, the oh, yep. channel. King's Cross for the channel. The Eurostar. <laughs> that was right. a nice we got, train. We got on that train and we were both fucking soggy. Soggy dogs, man. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I remember we, I, we said goodbye to Sam, which was sad. Yeah, and then we also had to start carrying our bags again, which was equally sad, if not sadder. We and, did have a good night's sleep in there. One of these houses was like friends of Sam. One of them is now like married to one of the guys from AJJ. Uh, 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 well, we had. You know what I'm talking about. I think what you're thinking of is that dude whose dad was the captain of the British soccer team and he collected Volkswagen golfs. And like, there's the picture of him with King George on his wall. Remember that? Uh, and, and we were like, what do you mean you collect Volkswagen golfs? <laughs> like that seems like a wild hobby <laughs> considering that like, you know, it's a Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, and also just like cars are expensive. You know, like like I like I like. Yeah, I collect cars is like something that Jay Leno says. You know. Well, yeah, and plus, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, look around. There's not a lot of extra square footage, real estate. Yeah, anywhere in that country for. Spare golfs, you know? 
Yeah, no, totally. But uh, <laughs> but the he he told I am almost positive this was Russo's buddy, and you were there. And he was like a black haired guy with like glasses, almost like the ones you're wearing now. And his fucking dad was in a picture with King George on the fucking wall, and uh, and he was like, um, yeah, but golfs are there's like a culture around it, and people collect them and they mod them and they're like they're like super desirable for whatever reason. And he just happened to be into that, um, which yeah, and that was the best night's sleep we had on the tour uh, on that half of the tour for sure. Just then we train went- ride. Then we went to Europe, and I slept off the methadrome uh, evening, and the ladies in panties kicking me in the ribs. Um, and I woke up, and I said, "Dan, we need cocktails." And we went to the cocktail lounge um, on the train, and everything was better. Uh, and we got off, and I don't know where we were. Lil, so. Let me suggest this. Let me suggest bye for now because we can do Europe in part two. That's a great idea. All right. So Dan's got somewhere to be. We're going to uh, cut the conversation for the time being and pick it up next week and cover the second half of the tour. It's all over Europe. Scenic. Fun times. We haven't even like touched on Brendan's top five. Uh, moments of the tour yet so well one of mine was certainly discovering that glory hole whatever southampton train station that was <laughs> i mean I, I didn't use it i'm just gonna put that out there for clarification i mean he, discover, I, he discovered it because i kind of was uh, <laughs> leading him towards it from the other side of the wall <laughs> I, rem- I do remember coming out of that bathroom so happy brendan they got a fucking glory hole in here <laughs> what a what a find yeah it's what it's that's a great time great time i mean you just don't often you don't see that kind of thing every day it depends on who you are <laughs> I guess if you're the guy that's cutting the hole you check periodically <laughs> I you're the kind of guy that like visits glory holes all the time uh, you know uh, <laughs> but uh, okay hmm. um, Dan thanks for being Picture here it's being Love- painted Love you too it's good to see you buddy Love you too. yeah good to see you I'm excited to see you next week this is fun um, I hope you're enjoying it And yeah uh, absolutely thanks for having only- me on kind of getting into the good part so i'm i'm really excited we are it's fun recounting these things yeah all right i'll dig up all oh wait we don't have this on video i was going to say i'll dig up all kinds of uh you know ticket stubs or train tickets i have Um, brochures we could uh we could put it on our patreon that would be there you go we'll turn it into an nft go look it up Um, all right. I'll see you soon. See you next week. All right. Later. Hi to your ladies for me. Will do. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Hi to your families, too. Bye. 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 Last time I saw you, it's been a picture or two with some hillbilly bar. Your heart was all shattered. Your hair was all greasy and loud. And your eyes were all hard. I remember saying it up your girlfriend. She was making both of us sick. It's not a